0: So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode three of and Beards. Uh, I am lead host this evening, that that wrestling guy, and I'm joined as ever by co hosts, the undeniable Johnny Goldsmith and J.E. Wrestle Talk. How are you? Hi, lads.
1: All right. Hello. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? All good.
0: Yeah. Episode three underway.
2: Yeah, it's nice that um, so, I'm actually caught up with all the wrestling, so sometimes I'll have like a couple of episodes of NXT or AEW not watched. It's all caught up now, so I'm glad. You're an
0: oracle of knowledge tonight, then. Um.
2: Uh, yeah, we'll see how much I remember. <laughs> yes.
0: So, for listeners, we are in this before the current episode of Raw comes out, so some stuff we may say maybe a day behind, potentially, but on that, what I wanted to know from you boys was where do you see the raw women's title going at Mania now that we know that Rhea is going to challenge Charlotte?
2: Raquel? Raquel. I'm going to say Um, I would say Raquel based on like, well, why on earth is a SmackDown wrestler on that show? Like why are we doing that? It's almost as if they're going, well, Rhea is that, you know, mostly uh, powerhouse in the women's division, so we need another one. So Raquel goes there. Um, Asuka, of course, completely revitalised character. So I could probably see that as well. Hmm.
1: So we've got a Elimination Chamber match, haven't we? And so far qualified is, was it the full runners-up from the Rumble?
0: Yeah, I think there's two.
2: Is there two spots left? Of course, yeah. It was. Yeah, Liv Morgan said he has two spots left.
1: Yeah, Uh, one spot left now, isn't there? Wasn't one taken on SmackDown by Natalia?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, you could. Oh yes, it was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we can. Should
0: we rule Natalia out. You know. (laughs) Yeah. Let's just let's
1: Um, rule her out. So the match uh, to, to well tonight on raw but i won't see it until tomorrow um is asuka no it's not it's piper niven carmela i guess help me out with the other two boys
2: is it um shaya lee no
0: i'm not sure off the top of my head to be fair let's have a look
1: let's have a quick look
0: I mean, I, from from the names mentioned, I, I'd go Piper to go in the match. But then if they've just brought Carmella back, are they going to...
2: As the uh, old school Carmella from NXT as well. Is it?
1: Yes. Yes, I
2: noticed that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So she came know. out with the brown hair. Oh, so uh... oh, it's uh... Sarah, not Sarah Logan. Johnny Gargano's wife, uh, Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae. And um, me, Chin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... <clears throat>
1: I think that's probably got piper niven win there
2: i'd, I'd go piper yeah i see i might say um because people seem to talk about Candice Ray being an expert in these hardcore matches um so this could be an opportunity for a spot fest with her like you know the war games and stuff so i, I feel like i'm going for candace in this one yeah
0: interesting but i think yeah I'm torn between Raquel and and Oscar moving forward. I think I just wonder if now they have brought Oscar back in this sort of revitalised way, are they? Gonna, are they going to use her a bit more um, and actually put the title on her? Mm. You know, I I can't see Bianca coming out of Mania with the title.
1: Neither can I. But I also would have thought that. Had they had big, big plans for Oscar? obviously she's going to be in the Elimination Chamber, but she had this revitalised character at the Rumble, but then we saw nothing of her on the immediate next show of Raw. I thought she might have been in a match and uh, maybe won, just to sort of assert some sort of dominance, but I don't know.
0: But then do they want to keep it as a bit of a special attraction, potentially? Yeah,
1: that's also
2: very true. Um, Yeah
0: i'm not sure
2: but i i think this is definitely an upgrade on her character i'd like to see piper being this much though i think um, we know again changed her there must be a reason why they've done that like such a drastic change in the sense of character name and everything so i feel like there must be something behind that
1: i agree i agree and i guess until we've seen more of New uh NXT Carmella, as you're saying, with the with the brown hair, uh, Piper Niven as Piper Niven, and uh Oscar with uh, karma stuff. And guess we, I guess until we see more, we don't know how serious they're going to take them. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Unless, or if they've just gone for a change for change's sake. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'd mm. I'd go Piper. Upcoming people in terms of who we think should be called up and who is ready for for the main roster um but also Mm -hmm. looking back at you know who has been called up previously what has worked what hasn't worked why why it hasn't etc um i think for me if you look at the best nxt call up it it, is they're looking past roman reigns now Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, probably it? not.
2: It's very difficult
1: to, to see. If I, can. I thought you were going to go rea, then. I oh really well,
2: thought you were
1: going to
0: go <laughs> Rhea. Oh well, you know, it, 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 the, the the temptation was there. Um, but I think, you know, probably probably. Well, actually, I know if we're going women's division, you'd probably have to say Charlotte, wouldn't you? Really. Um, but. I think men men's division you can't can't look past Roman or or possibly Seth, I suppose.
1: But But that's the thing, though, isn't it? Look at the names that have come up from NXT: Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Shinsuke Nakamura, Finn Balor, Damian Priest. The list goes on. Drew McIntyre, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: It's a it's a big list. It's, it's a wealthy list. But
0: then, but then you put in there, you know, Elias, Apollo Cruz, um, you know, I, I'll probably throw Otis in there as well because, you know, that's... Yeah. you know Chad, was, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah Chad I, I Gable, ch- yeah. Chad's had the better of it, hasn't he? But still, Baron Corbin as well, actually. forgot Baron yeah. Corbin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but um, then you yeah. look
1: at you look at women as well bailey sasha banks naomi becky lynch becky lynch yeah dakota eo charlotte shana baszler yeah page yeah
0: page yeah yeah of course so I, 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 I you, can't, you can never miss ria can never miss ria out of the conversation
1: um it's um it proves it proves well for for their their talent that it does work
0: yeah but are any of them i'm just trying to think off the top of my head are any of them from or none of them are from what you'd call the the new nxt they're all sort of black and gold graduates as such and then um, if you look at
2: like uh look at the shield i mean when he mentioned reigns i didn't think of him only because it felt like he was more from the very very early days nxt mm. slash, uh, fcw you know yeah i don't even know if he can count as an nxt call up i really don't think he was really in that group of people i don't know that Rollins was the first nxt champion but like didn't he win that title and then it was like a month before he moved up to Rollins smackdown or something like that i mean it wasn't long yeah
1: yeah, so something like that. Um, I just thought as well, Daniel Bryan, uh, Bryan Danielson, was was NXT. Well. Old school NXT. There you go. Yeah, school, yeah he, was,
0: yeah. he was game, game show NXT, wasn't he? Um, yeah. Then, which you know there was there was quite a few on there that you know it was like Byron Saxton was part of that as well, wasn't he? Um, yeah, he was. Yes. Know. So I think it's, it's come a long way since since then, but I just in my head if i compare you know two, the two the two versions of nxt if you like the black and gold to the kind of what we see now i can't there's there's too much of a golf in quality i don't know if there's too many right now that i would that i would say would would come up carmelo hayes would be one
2: well this is what i've been saying about triple h and cookie Cutter tactics where this wrestlers are all pretty much the same in nxt now where before there were people from the indies who came up to nxt but they already had experience of wrestling a lot of these are now like the wwe academy and they've yeah. all started from wwe and nothing else and it can you can tell
1: mm.
2: you know um and triple hb and Shawn michael's friend i mean it's not going to change very much either who's writing that show because both of them Will think the same way. So every wrestler you see in NXT now coming up is born and bred WWE, you know, no ring of honor history or anything like that. And as I say, you know, you can just tell the difference, you know. Yeah. I
1: do think I do think Carmelo Hayes does stand out above the rest though.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. it's annoying it's annoying
1: because it looks like he's not coming up and that he's about to go into a feud with Bron Breaker. And I would have liked to have seen him make his debut last week next week yes i think that match with apollo at nxt could have been could have been his his last match but it doesn't look that way
0: but do you see now then do you think that they'll go um hayes to dethrone bron and it'd be bron that comes up because that's quite possibly again he's the mm. the product of nxt isn't he bron breaker um
2: yeah, very much so. Um, as I mentioned, it does feel like he is someone who could fit in the '90s WWF. It does. He, you know, um, he gives a vibe of being an old school style wrestler. Um, but I don't know how long that would last in terms of popularity by the fans because it's a very, very old school character. Mm. It's a very um, niche. And I actually different. feel like it is. And I feel like the wrong decision was made having him retain the title as well. Uh, just. Uh, I'm starting to be a bit like okay, okay, we get it. Can like you move on to something else now? You know.
0: And I think that's the issue sometimes with uh, with title reigns um, and fans turning on on them quite quite quickly. Um, there mm. probably aren't aren't many that I can think of um, where they've had a long long title reigns where the fans haven't kind of turned. Um, Although saying that, I think NXT UK had the greatest two examples of long term championship booking with Pete Dunne and then Walter. Um, Definitely. And and I've always said I never have an issue with long title reigns as long as it's interesting. There's got to be something, you know, the feuds have to be interesting. The work has to be near perfect for them to for them to get over and, and work. I'd, I'd probably say Reigns in that. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I think, I wonder though if there's, they pulled the trigger on Sammy now because I don't know if it was just me, but I heard a lot of events or Smackdowns and Raws and pay-per-views that we've seen over the last sort of three to four months. Reigns was getting quite a positive reaction, which is not what they wanted from Mm. from the biggest heel in the company um which i think is probably why they have gone for that decision of of putting the trigger on on sammy because they knew that that would probably be one of the only things that would would kind of get get roman that heat back i suppose but Mm. i don't know um
1: there's no no easy way out of this for them now though is that they kind of back themselves into a corner because i feel like they're gonna repeat history sammy's not gonna win and it's just gonna make everyone well i say everyone but the majority of fans turn on and resent the fact that cody Rhodes does win yeah yeah and i feel they might have um shot themselves
2: in the foot a bit there because it could also make it non-title, which of course would mean that Sammy could win. Um, but again, like the fans wouldn't be happy because, like, well, he's beaten, and he yeah. could have beaten with a title involved. Exactly. But they decided yeah. to kick it off,
1: and mm. I think you'd have a lot of fans going, "Oh, it's very convenient." The one time the title's not on the line, he does lose. Yes,
0: yeah, of course. And that I think that's where where some of the issues are going to come now, um, because something that I always look at. And I, I don't know why because I've you know I've got no experience with writing shows or putting shows together or anything like that. But mm. my, my question when when people get championships or things like that is kind of like what's what's next? What we, what's the next the next step sort of thing. And it feels like they kind of got Roman as champion, and this work has been fantastic, but their next step hasn't really developed yet and it's coming to the end where they need their next step. Um, and it'd almost be, it, it's like, it's that age old problem they seem to have had where they haven't built up many people to, to sort of be quite, quite credible challenges. Um, you know, I know we can always get fall back to Seth versus Roman because that's always going to be a great feud or Seth versus K, uh, Roman versus KO because they're always going to put on good matches you know roman versus drew but then outside of them three it it slowly starts to become harder and then you get something a bit you know out outside of the box a bit curveball when you get jinder mahal become world champion and people are like well where he's not been built up in any way shape or form but you get cesaro who's got nothing um which i think has always been a problem
1: And I I think I think that's the issue as well. There's there's clearly nobody that can beat that if you look at it, there is nobody that's on Roman's level. So there's nobody that's credible to beat him. However, when it does drop down to I don't want to say drop down because that's the wrong words. But when it does go to someone like Cody or Sammy or whoever it goes to, there do become there does become a lot more credible candidates, your, your Seths, your KOs. Because if you put Seth or KO against Roman now, you still know the outcome. Roman's going to yeah. win. But if Cody's champion and he's fighting Kevin Owens, you don't know. If Seth's fighting Sami Zayn for the belt, you don't know. Mm. Like, and then you bring up, I don't know, Who's who's the like your Dolph Ziggler's can can hang around that sort of world title picture? Chad Gable could even hang around that world title picture. The Miz could be in that title picture. Bobby Lashley theory, like there's um, there's a lot more names
2: that become potentials. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't think I think Triple 50 H, H is
2: um, no oh, no that's that's the one of the worst <laughs> things. I think Triple H is very fortunate though, way he's got a ready made champion there already when he was over his head right there. So. Reigns was already established as the top guy. And then when he loses the title, that's I think when the real challenge for him starts going, all right, so who are you going to build up next then? Because you've had this guy who was on top before you came in. So it was easy enough to keep him there as this, you know, believable top guy. So Cody Rhodes, do I think he could be the top babyface? No. I don't think so.
0: Who would you go for top babyface?
2: I mean another I try-in with Bray Wyatt. Um I mean Sami Zayn is has to be the um top baby face at the moment. In terms of long term, I don't know because uh, I don't look at Sami Zayn and go, oh, he is the top baby face for years to come. Drew McIntyre probably is that one. Maybe yeah, and, it,
0: and, and is is Sammy is Sammy almost almost like circumstantial top babyface if if Mm -hmm. if in let's yes let's throw it out there right sammy wins the wins the universal title in the next five months for example something like that right is he is he gonna still be a babyface to this level without the start of the bloodline or is he just gonna plateau at a level something akin to kofi kingston is that what's well that's there?
2: the thing isn't it the chase for the title tends to be the most exciting part and then when they get there then you see how good they are like daniel bryan's title reign i know he got injured but it wasn't great after he became champion kofi as well bit hard done by in a lot of ways with the way it ended but again he was very disappointing as champion and cody rose again someone who it's all about the chase when yeah. he gets the title what
1: are you doing then? Mm. Yeah. I do agree. I also think going into this Elimination Chamber, Sa- Sammy's got nothing to lose by going into this. He he wins and the crowd's going to cheer his name. He loses and the crowd's going to cheer his name. He's yeah. got, whilst whilst he's riding on, not right because he has built his own success within it, but whilst he's riding on this these bloodline coattails, so to speak, the guy can do no wrong agreed
0: yeah. but i just i just worry that the and it goes back to what we said earlier with building up potential stars and there, need, there needs to be more than you know three credible challenges for a for a title in, in my opinion not just the world title but for the mid-card yeah. titles as well mm-hmm. and i think that's the issue that we then why we see you know brock lesnar come back or you know goldberg come back or things like that because outside mm. of a, a few people there's no there's no credible draws um you know that i think that's why that's why brock ended kofi's title reign because it just it just wasn't a believable title reign um and again i wonder if that's because that almost felt like it came from nowhere You know, we know Kofi's been around for a long time, and he's a hell of an athlete, and he's held lots of different titles. But that—that you're not telling me that that was their plan.
2: Well, it looked like the plan was Mustafa Ali, wasn't it? And then he got injured, which
0: which would have been just as bad, probably worse, if I'm if I'm completely honest. Um,
2: Yeah, but just imagine Mustafa Ali as WWE champion. Like, uh, (laughs) I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't
1: be mad at it
0: i don't know no idea. <laughs> um so so it, but, been... is sorry, oh, sorry i'll say so oh, in in your view then other johnny if you're if you if you wouldn't have been bat- mad at a mustafa ali title run is he more of a credible champion than sheamus no is he more of a credible champion than cesaro no is he more of a credible world champion than gunther
1: no absolutely not
0: <laughs> which is where i think the issues issues become because it's it become if if gunther was to become world champion tomorrow like the internet world would love it and it would be fantastic but it would still seem quite far fetched and quite far afield decision to make but you but everyone's just said he's a much more credible champion but then they were going to put it on mustafa ali who's won literally nothing i i just don't I, I and i'm not saying that if you know give mustafa ali 18 months build or something who who knows but it feels like they just go from they either go from naught to 100 real quick or they don't bother at all i can't think of i think builds
1: No, and I think they've got a choice to make as well. They either need to um, heighten the star power of superstars, wrestlers that they they believe in and give them that push, or they need to lessen the credibility of the WWE or Universal Championship. They need to split the belts again they need to split the belts. I but I think I don't think they can lessen the credibility of the championship. I think they have to.
0: It, it, the... it benefits their product in, in the long run. If they've got 15 potential world champions, that's got, that's going to be a lot better for their, for the brand than it, than it will be to have, you know, one, one world one dominant champion with one consistent
2: challenger. Um, well, this is why I'm saying, this is why when you asked us who could be the next top baby phase, this is the problem WWE have where they've booked people so badly. It's like, who is really the next top star they've got? Because they've booked all of them in such a way where Roman Reigns is the only one they care about. And yeah. it just feels like, well, there isn't anybody who is that level because you've not allowed anyone to build themselves up to where they, they could be. Um, so that's frustrating, really.
1: Do
2: you also think that the? the, the sorry, Johnny. Sorry, I was just
1: going to say that they've even said, or they may as well have said, that Brock Lesnar is not even on that level because he couldn't beat him. He tried and he tried, and mm-hmm. how many times did he try? It? Twice, three times. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. twice. Later. And he can't. Yeah, he 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 can't. He can't get the job done. So not even Brock Lesnar is on Roman Reigns's level.
0: I, I, was gonna, I was what
1: gonna
0: so I was sorry. gonna pose the question do you, do we think or do you guys think that actually some of the issues with with creating a, a top baby face is that's actually not what the fans want to see you, you if if you look at how If you look at how WWE have to book or have to build a top babyface in this day and age, it's your your John Cena clean cut babyface, right? Which, if you look at what people want to see from a babyface, if you go back to the Attitude Era and probably the biggest babyface that they've ever had in Stone Cold, two very, very different babyfaces. And I don't. I, I just don't think that actually the good guy, if you like, is kind of what wrestling fans want to see anymore. Is it, how I see it. Okay. I, I I much prefer, you know, if, I, if I'm completely honest, I much prefer, you know, someone cutting a real dickhead promo, you know, and and all that, you know, than cheap pops and kind of all that. All, all the the natural babyface stuff
2: um well I don't that's, know, that's what, the me. one someone who's relatable the one someone who's relatable and a bron breaker isn't relatable to everyone which he's the only guy who i could see them doing cena with cena treatment with yeah you know he's not it's not every day someone like bron break breaker walks in the room and that's kind of why wrestlers are stereotype built as you know a hulk hogan build or bron breaker build because they are larger-than-life characters who don't look like normal people, look like superheroes. But we're past that of uh, superheroes being um, what everybody wants now, you know? People like anti-heroes. Like, again, Steve Austin was the anti-hero. Yep. Kevin Owens, Sammy Zane, CM Punk, whether we like him or not, he was that guy in that sense. Um total opposite Rollins. of John Cena. Seth Rollins. Yeah, it's particularly in the uh, twenty nineteen run when he turned Hate babyface. People relate to that far more than other than these big six foot seven muscly superheroes. I agree. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. and I, and I just I wonder if that's if that's where they're going to become a problem. You know, in terms of everything that that WWE are going to want in terms of merch sales and things like that i i don't know who you know i'd be interested to find out who the top five merch sales are currently you've got to think roman will be one mm-hmm. probably bray actually potentially
2: yeah, yeah the, that
1: merch. yeah hmm. the usos probably as well yeah like oh, the I mean, whole the, five, the bloodline yeah. as a whole yeah this guy um, maybe
0: yeah i I would, I would definitely say. Um,
2: oh, I like that. <laughs> Do
1: you know what these? I've got this one as well. People on at home aren't going to be able to see these. They're little, uh, little figures. And um, one pound twenty-five for a pack of two in uh, the entertainer.
2: Is Cody Rhodes really a baby face? Because look at what he does and the way he presents himself as this uh common man he dresses nothing like a common one he wears you know big expensive suits talks with long words talks about how he's going to do it for his dad and again that gets the cheap pop there talks about this goal this you know quest that he's on to achieve winning the wwe championship chris jericho did this in 2008 he was the most hated heel in the company so why is cody Rhodes getting cheered that's something i don't understand i mean i do like it and i want that story to be complete but he's not a he, he's not a baby face <laughs>
0: I th- I, th- I think it's the nostalgia thing. I think it's I think it's oh, the yeah. I think it's the Rhodes family name, and I think mm-hmm. it's the it's the having almost the 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 victory if you like yeah. of having the essentially the originator of AEW coming back to mm-hmm. WWE. I, th- I I think is it. um I've also continuously heard rumours that if he wins the WWE Championship, he's going to re-debut the winged eagle belt, which, you know, he has to win the world title, in my opinion, now. Even more so, he has to
2: do it. Cody Rhodes, I think, as well, is an intelligent guy, and he knows that AEW fans will disagree, but WWE fans, majority, don't watch AEW, okay? So they probably don't know that Cody Rhodes is getting booed out of the building every week at the end of his run, doing the exact same thing he's doing now. I think give it a year's time, and if he's still doing this exact same gimmick, Let's see how fans are reacting to him then.
0: was but was Rhodes almost a bit turned or was was sort of turned on by the fans in that respect? a la John Cena when he was in a w was that the was that the hmm. issue and then he and then he and he refused or didn't want to turn heel or wasn't turned heel. In AEW, and they didn't capitalize on that. Or would mm. would he have been if they had turned Cody Rhodes heel in AEW? Would they have just booed him anyway? Was it? Uh, I I honestly couldn't couldn't tell you. I, I, I've, I've watched quite a lot of AEW, but I did kind of go in and out, so I couldn't tell. I just yeah, I'm yeah. Not sure. I am not
2: watched AEW really, but it did feel it did feel like he was. Um, I don't know. just felt like he was trying so hard to be big first and try to be popular, but people weren't buying it, and uh, he just kept trying. But uh... I think
1: my issue with it all is, is I, I like this Cody Rhodes that we see now. I do, and I do genuinely believe he's going to go to WrestleMania, and he's going to beat Roman Reigns, and he's going to win the maybe both, and then relinquish the... because he only wants the WWE Championship. He doesn't yeah. want... <laughs> And, the, and, and that, the, that would
0: be a good way to separate the belts.
1: Yeah. He I mean, he's with he's the both. kind of guy you would do that as well. He would do yeah, that, yeah. And give one back. However, my issue is, he was stardust. WWE had no intention of putting the belt on that man until he went away and did other stuff. And they said, okay, we'll bring you back. We're going to make you the WWE champ. We're going to give you this. We're going to give you that. They had no intention. If he went to... If he went to if he never went to AEW and he stayed in WWE, Cody Rhodes would not be facing Roman Reigns at WrestleMania for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship.
0: Totally totally, totally, totally agree. agree. However, could you could you say the exact same thing about Drew McIntyre? He was in 3 MB.
1: You could, but two two or three you, members when, of 3MB have been world champions.
0: Well, yeah, um, but, you know, he, yeah. he then went away, changed his look big time. Oh, well, I say changed his look. His look was fairly similar, but changed, you know, changed physique, um, mm-hmm. changed his his ability, I suppose. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. There's something a lot more believable about Drew McIntyre now than there ever has been, um, even to when he came in first time, you know, before he was in 3MB. Um so but i i do agree i think had Rhodes stayed with the company he wouldn't have he wouldn't have this megastar aura about him that he has now i i, I agree mm. with
1: that no i think if before he left if wwe ever had the intention of doing anything like this with him that they're doing now it would have been around the time he was in legacy with orton yeah he would have been the next Orton. Randy Orton would have coached mm. him to
2: to win in winning the belt. Yeah, interestingly, I always thought in that group, I thought Ted DiBiase would be the big uh, star out of the two of them as well. Yeah, that's that's not mm. a, not a bad shout. Isn't he like a lawyer now or something? It's, yeah, he's not involved in wrestling. No, no, no <laughs> he's done he? No, um, yeah, <laughs> he, he had he
0: had more of the the look back then, didn't he? Ted Ted DiBiase, yeah. I think, was mm. but yeah and i I just wonder uh, looking now if we have this conversation in a year's time where we see certain things and certain people um i just i don't know i i think it would be brave for for wwe to put the belt or a belt on cody and not have him hold it for a significant period of time I don't think it'll be a reigns-type type, la- type, type reign, if you will, but I, th- I think we'll get a good eight months of Cody as world champion.
2: I noticed the uh, thing on Raw this week that really annoyed me was the um, Elimination Chamber qualifying match. Seth Rollins against Chad Gable. Um, I just wanted to have a bit of a thing about this because uh, I wasn't happy with how Chad is constantly taking the loss. Um, every single week, Chad Gable takes the loss. He, he beat Matt Riddle a few months ago. That was a big shock because he won. I can't believe it. Um, he genuinely came very close. I thought he was going to make Rollins tap out. I was, he was putting him in the ankle lock for long enough where I thought he's going to do it, isn't he? And I was thinking, have Logan Paul's music play. Distract Rollins. So then, look, Chad Gable can get the shock win and get to the uh, chamber because he needs a good year. Like He's proven in the ring he is one of the best that there is. But he takes the loss every single week and it's really, really frustrating.
1: <laughs> well, could could they be about to, to build him up though? Because obviously we saw Ron Raw as well, didn't we? Maxine Dupree looking yeah. at Otis and saying that she she likes what she sees. So are they gonna take Otis away to maximum male models, leaving
2: Chad on his own? That's what I'm hoping. And I say, they put Rollins to the limits. Like he honestly, I thought that Rollins was going to get big clean. And I don't think gable a year ago would have done anything like that so that's the only thing i'm looking at going maybe there's something on the horizon for him
0: but that's that's literally what what we've been talking about most of this episode isn't it like where where's where's the next crop if you like or where you know even not even not even world champions as such but chad gable should be someone that could could win a mid-card title and that wouldn't really be a surprise to people but if he was to win a mid car mm-hmm. title now it would be seen as a big shock i think um and i don't think it should be um and i think again i say that's something that what we've been talking about isn't it the the issue is the the what's next sort of attitude that they haven't quite ever been able to get in a in a long long time you know where's you know where are the next stars who are the next stars it seems to be all on on one guy you know even if you go way back to to the attitude era kind of slowly um morphing into the ruthless aggression era, you still had your Kurt angles um rock was still sort of around austin was still around etc but you know brock then started to come through edge came through um eddie guerrero was coming through like all of these names were then were slowly building up obviously senior as well now i just there feels like there's such a big gulf between world title and mid-card title and then nothing right mm. i don't know um,
2: build, I up, think... build up uh montez ford i've just thought he's gonna want to get some massive reaction montez ford probably is someone who could look at being at that level. See how they do with the Elimination Chamber qualifiers. If he gets in, and Dawkins doesn't, but
1: I am, um, I think he will get in, and I think he'll shine in that chamber, and I think he'll he'll steal the steal the sh- the spotlight in the chamber. I think it will all mm-hmm. be on him. I think he's an incredible talent. And I was got...
0: surprised he didn't get as much in the Rumble.
1: Yeah, he's in and and out a minute or two. Yeah, mm-hmm. if that. I just think as well that when they, obviously not now because the two, the Intercontinental Champion and the US Champion, haven't been this yet. But they kind of revert back to, as well, from time to time, they put the US title or the Intercontinental title on somebody who's been world champion. But isn't in the world title picture at that moment in time. Yeah, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley. Yeah.
0: yeah. Ziggler. Off Ziggler. So, who is, just off the top of my head? Um, so, you, we've got Theory Rollins, Gargano Reed, and two two B's decided. Are we going Montez Ford and Damian
2: Priest? I would say so. Yeah, I would say so. And I mean, although it would be interesting if both Street Profits got in and they have to fight each other, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It'd be but interesting I mean, to see how. So it's Dawkins versus Priest, isn't it? Yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting to see how Angelo Dawkins would win that match. Not because he's not good, but Damien Priest is just such a beast.
0: Yeah. Yeah i mean i i think and obviously we'll be discussing this uh, further in in future future podcasts but i don't see that anyone other than theory comes out of that chamber as a, as a winner building forward hey, yeah. um because i think we're kind of clear on where theory is going to go at mania so that would be but i don't know it's bronson reed is the x factor in that match so far isn't he you know um not someone that i think will win it but i think he could again have a have a strong showing um did did either of you catch uh seth rollins instagram live uh a few days ago where he was sort of less than complimentary about logan paul but I, I saw a clip know. of it on
2: tiktok yeah yeah I've, i have yeah, not work uh, out
0: if it was a shoot or not to be honest
1: as it um i think it probably was a, i've only seen clips of it as well but yeah i think they've gone down the right route here i think it was all kayfabe and it was a shoot because yeah. logan paul is everything he does is on the internet so if seth's going to start calling someone out who's main job is being on the internet, you're gonna go that way about it. So I actually thought that was quite clever. Um but not every wrestling fan's gonna see that.
2: Yeah. Well I think um if you look at the way they've uh, booked like Rollins he is someone who um would have a fantastic match with Logan Paul as well. Um and it would be good to see that happen. And I think like you could screw him out of the, inter- of the US title by having Logan Paul's music player and then setting that match up. Um, the best wrestlers are the ones who can make it look like it's believable or like it's a real heat when it's not. So if Rollins is doing this as kayfabe, but you don't know if it's kayfabe or if it's real, then that's a sign of someone who uh, knows how to work the fans, and that's what you need in wrestling, someone who can make you feel that way.
0: And Rollins has always been good at that, to be fair. Roll- Rollins, yeah, and Logan Garrett probably...
2: Went. And just to really spice it up, he'd probably done that without Logan Paul knowing, which I think makes it more interesting.
1: Yeah, that that's that's a good shout. So I can see, obviously, as you said, we'll get into this deeper in, in the next episode, or the next episode. I mean, we,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so I'm trying to work out in my head at the moment if Theory goes against Cena for the US Championship at Mania, or... If Seth takes it off him, and Seth versus Logan Paul is for the US champ, does does Logan Paul get another championship match or just another big money match? And thats that a big money match. That's the match that will get that sponsor as well. That match will be sponsored by Prime.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but then you know, if if Logan Paul was to win a win a championship, will that then become the Prime Championship? Are we going to go like the step yeah. further? Um,
1: to probably get a but... spinner on it and it'll be a bottle of prime.
0: Have <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> either of you actually had any of that prime stuff? I haven't, but
1: never. Uh, never I've tried f- it. I've
2: found it on shelves anywhere, so no. <laughs> no,
1: nah, never tried it. Anyone want uh, to uh get in touch and send us a bottle? We'd be more than happy to try it. I think also
2: um announcing her opponent as quickly as that by the way Stu. I'm
0: I'm glad I'm glad that she's she's hopefully gonna get this redemption arc on Charlotte Flair. But I'm mm. equally petrified that they're just gonna job her out to Charlotte Flair again because that seems to be the the way that it's always always done. Although I do feel that she has more chance of going over Flair now that Hunter's right and stuff than vince um yeah. did did she need to announce it as soon as she did probably probably not because i i feel it then makes a few other things quite redundant um you know charlotte had a title match on smackdown like last week and there was no doubt that she was going to win that match because we know the match is going to be charlotte versus Rhea. whereas if they would kept it going for <laughs> You know another month maybe she announces it a month to go before mania it it does create a little bit more sort of tension or you know a little bit more unpredictability
1: i feel like she had to announce it though didn't she because uh because if they had just started doing the whole elimination chamber qualifying match to see who faces who faces bianca belair at wrestlemania and maria's going well hang on i haven't said who i'm going for yet it just kind of
0: yeah. Or but could could they have just done it's a chamber match for to face the uh, uh, the women's champ the, the person the
1: person who yeah. Rhea doesn't pick yeah yeah because okay. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean fans fans know that the that Rhea gets to have a pick so it's not a uh, you know it, it it's not it, it wouldn't be a shock that they're not going to announce who the who the title is or yeah who the chamber match is for um but I think yeah I and obviously we discussed it in the last. The last podcast. I'm I probably am glad that hopefully Rhea's gonna get this redemption arc over over show. Um but I am surprised because I thought there were probably more things they could do with women on SmackDown than new matchups that they could probably do on Raw. So but then if, if Rhea wins, she'll be a Grand Slam champion. She needs the exactly. yes. to smack down championship for a slam. So it it does make sense. Um and hopefully, hopefully, when we're doing night one WrestleMania watch along, Rhea will win the women's championship. That's that's what I want to see.
1: Do you think do you think she goes on night one?
0: I th- I think so. I think. I'm just going on there, you know, on previous two-part main years, they've, they've usually had the women on night one, haven't they? Um,
1: mm-hmm. and, and do you think her and Charlotte main event? Now, I think,
0: arguably, I think they should, because I well, of course personally... Yeah <laughs> because because Rhea. But no, um because I think realistically your end match of of a pay-per-view should be for should be for the world for a world championship. And if you get we know that Roman is gonna be night two because that is the you know, unless he pulls double duty, but you know, we know that the world title for the men's is going to be night two so really the, the women's should be for night night one um i know we got the austin segment last year um but i i would i would really say it needed to need to to be the women's title main event in night one personally
2: mm-hmm. unless
0: okay. they opened with it
2: uh, so, but then you see the, the net community would kick off about that which, which i think is bizarre because i think
0: what if, if you're trusting them to open the show i think that's probably more respectful than putting them on third oh yeah mm-hmm. would would be would be my view on that um but yeah i i, I would i personally would like to see it main event night one if Roman isn't pulling double duty,
1: I, yeah, I think I think it'd be better than than the like you said that Austin segment, the KO show. I think it would be better to have a world title match, and I suppose Roman's got the other two. So yeah, it would make sense, unless it's whatever whoever Bianca Belair faces. But I think Bianca's already headlined a night, hasn't she, with uh, Sasha Banks?
0: used to be the royal rumble winner main evented mania
1: always yeah. used
0: to do that so it's that that's what it that's what it should be you know um but yeah it'll be it'll be interesting it, it, it wouldn't surprise me if if they went down the seth versus logan paul route if that main evented night one potentially I think I think that would be a night one match. Um purely just because I think whatever is on night two is likely to be overshadowed by Reigns' match anyway. So Mm -hmm. they're gonna want more star power on night one, I think.
1: Um Seth versus Cody was night one, wasn't it?
0: Yeah.
1: If I remember correctly. Yeah. Yes, yeah.
0: but, Mm -hmm. But then I think if I look back to to make that mania all i can really remember from night one is seth cody and the austin segment if i think back really hard i'd struggle to i'd struggle to pinpoint a lot else
1: i definitely couldn't tell you what yeah i definitely couldn't tell you what opened was that a women's match
2: no it was uh, the tag titles with you so oh was it yeah, because that was Boots the whole thing injured. about it was they had the bloodline start the show and the bloodline end the show. That was how they kind of went with. It. Oh, okay. Um, I'm now gonna see if I can
1: find the. Because I, because I remember the year before, I think they had Bobby and Drew open for the WWE Championship.
2: I think.
0: Yeah. um So...
2: That's correct, yeah. That's 37 was Lashley against McIntyre for the WWE Championship.
0: Yeah. Uh, I just want to see a match card. Uh, Yeah, so opened was the Usos versus Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Then it was Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Uh, Then Ray and Dominic versus The Miz and Logan Paul. Becky versus Bianca. Seth versus Cody um charlotte flair versus ronda and then ko and um
1: austin so they had both women's matches on night one
2: yep
0: yeah they wow. did and then what we got night two oh,
2: I bro- know, just from the second one
0: yeah rk bro and alpha academy lashley versus omos sammy Zayn versus knoxville Queen, oh my God, Queen, Slo- Slo- uh, Zelina and Carmella against Sasha Banks and Naomi. Oh, and uh, oh, I was a fatal four-way. Natalia, Shayna Baszler, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. Um,
2: Brutes against the New Day.
0: Yeah, Edge versus Styles, Brutes versus the New Day. Uh, McAvey and Austin Theory. And then Austin, oh, Vincent Pat and then reigns versus lesnar have the brawling brutes
1: been around for that long <laughs> yeah i feel like they've been around for like six months <laughs> yeah. was was pete done with them then yeah.
0: yeah 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 yeah
1: actually yeah that's yeah thinking about it now because i went to a house show at um the o2 last year in uh, nice. in the summer and um <laughs> it was when um when Butcher had gone missing, oh yes, yes. and they uh, and he he just started like roaming through the crowds, and then like Sheamus and Ridge both jumped. They were like Butch, come back, and then <laughs> went after him. That that was literally all you saw. That there was no need for them to be at the house show. That was it. But that was, it was just quite him. a quite a quite a cool little touch.
0: For the love of God, I do not want to see Braun Strowman and Ricochet beat the Usos this coming Friday. It, their, their tag team title run cannot come to an end against a put together part time tag team. It just can't. I'm not. It's having... not written
2: by. It's not written by Vince McMahon. So that's it's saving Grace in that thing.
1: Well, this was going to be one of my questions to you boys. Do you not feel like this past episode of SmackDown, bar the last segment, could have been written by Vince McMahon?
0: Yeah. I was. I was a little bit let down I, almost by by SmackDown. I, I thought it could have been a lot better. Um mm, I, yeah. I I think again, like as you say, the, the last segment probably saved it a bit. Um but I am I'm so done with tag teams, proper tag teams being beaten by put together part-time tag teams. I, I I just can't I can't part with it anymore. If Triple H no. could change one thing again, can it be that? Um, you know, there's absolutely, absolutely no way or no reason in my head why we're gonna get Ricochet and Braun Strowman against the Usos when we could have had Imperium against the Usos. Or the Brawling Brutes against the Usos, you know, or the Viking Raiders against the Usos. I don't care as long as it's a team that's a team. Um, because I've already got in my head how I think that match is probably gonna go anyway. So I feel like you may as well give some exposure to an actual proper team than just a made up put together team. Um, but that could also be just, yeah, my one of my pet peeves of put together tag teams coming through.
2: Yeah, well, Braun Strowman and Nicholas, remember that,
0: (laughs) (laughs) which is just the most ridiculous. I think,
1: I think my issue with it as well is the Usos have come far, far too far, have come way too far to lose the belts on a Raw or a SmackDown. It has to be at a pay per view, and it feels like any time they defend their belts at the moment, whether it's both together or one or the other, it is on a raw or SmackDown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think until then, well, I guess that's Mania because they're not going to defend them at the Elimination Chamber, are they? Um, but I imagine they will defend them at Mania. So does, does all the bloodline lose their, all their gold in one night?
2: Well, if Ricochet against Braun Strowman was on, it shouldn't be, but if it was at WrestleMania, and they lose the titles because jay decides he doesn't want to work with uh, jimmy anymore and they lose it to a makeshift tag team then still not best idea but like at least it's on the big stage and it had a significant uh, impact on the storyline whereas if that exact same thing happens on smackdown then that's a problem because mm-hmm. i'd rather if they're going to lose them like that lose them where it's a big stage
0: could could they not do and I was literally just thinking this as as we were talking, could they not do some sort of um some sort of match? You know how how they done back in the day, and I wanna say it involved Kurt Angle, Chris Jericho, and a certain wrestler who shall not be named. And Kurt Angle was European and intercontinental champion and lost both his belts in the same match to what to each of them individually um so could they not do you know the usos versus imperium versus the brawling brutes versus the new day or whatever in some sort of match like that but have them for both titles separately so then they so could like,
1: lose to so like two falls yeah mm-hmm.
0: first pinfall is for the for the smackdown tag team championship second pinfall is for the Raw tag team championships i mean they don't even then necessarily have to lose both belts necessarily yeah i, I think if they're going to lose one they should probably lose both but if if they wanted to you know continue something a bit further down the line they could you know they could lose the Raw tag team titles and you know feud with imperium on the smackdown or something like that potentially but um yeah, it just feels like it feels like it's getting to that stage where titles need to start being split up again because it limits things too much with the titles. Well, I had that idea
2: with the uh, with the world title. Like you could have Sami Zayn in the main event with Cody Rhodes and do the exact same thing. I did think that, but like with the world title, not the tag belts. Yeah. Um... It's the universal belt is the one that will provide the biggest shock though like the wwe championship if uh Reigns loses that it's like all right well yeah that was the one he didn't have for 800 days anyway um.
1: well i'm i'm wondering if if like i said what does happen is uh cody wins them both and then relinquishes the universal because he only wants the mm. wwe he relinquishes the universal does roman just win it straight back again
0: yeah
2: it, I don't think he wins a world title after this. Yeah, ever. I, I, I think this is his last, his
1: last title run.
2: Well, it's never going to ever be topped, is it? Like, if he wins another one, it's like, well, you know, it was never quite the reign that he had of two and a half years, three years, potentially. Yeah. Know, and, and he's peaked now. Well, he's not peaked. He's still at his top level. But any world title he wins after this won't mean anywhere near as much. That is uh,
0: true. That's, that's, that's what I was going to say. It almost feels... Almost feels in a way a little bit like what's the point if he if if he was to if he was to lose it and then win it straight back like what what's the point in having him lose lose both you may as well just have lost have lost one um, but yeah I I agree I, I can't see that he's probably going to get a have another world title run after after he's lost both of these I'm
2: if afraid. you look at like let's go back to the Bruno samarte era he had the title for seven years I think that's the only one he ever won gentlemen
0: did you have any questions from any of your loyal TikTok followers? The question
2: comes from the wonderful Hope Division, Alyssa. She did ask us what is the first wrestler that made you fall in love with wrestling? Um, I mean, for me, yes, RVD is my favorite, and he got my attention when I started watching, but initially it was because of The Rock. Um, obviously, I know who The Rock is, big star. Watched him and the fan reaction to him was just like, wow, this is incredible. Actually, just watching the way fans react to his entrance music and everything that really grabbed my attention. Obviously, then the more I watched, I realized I like this uh, guy with these unique trunks and very colorful outfit in Rob Van Damme and the High Flyer. So he was where they, you know, my favorite first wrestler, but The Rock really was the first one that got my attention.
0: That's a. In terms of falling in, in love with wrestling, that's that's a that's a tough one, I guess. I suppose, like like we've sort of discussed loads and loads before. Obviously, Taker has always been my favourite. He, I was I was drawn into all the stuff that, you know, he was doing at, at the time when I first started watching. But again, I think because when I when I first started watching, obviously, Taker's always had that thing where he's not always there every week and stuff like that whereas i think again probably stone cold around that time was and you know all the stuff he was he was kind of doing when you're a young kid and there's someone drinking lots of beer and swearing you're like, oh, it's like the, this is the coolest thing in the world um yeah. so I would, I'd, I'd probably say stone cold uh
1: mine was jeff hardy um okay. i remember um, so that is true however Scotty 2 Hottie was what got me (laughs) to go back. So I was about eight years old and I watched an episode of Smackdown. The first thing I saw was this guy in a bucket hat with the hole cut out and his white hair poking through the top, jumping around and W-O-R-M and then doing the worm. And I was like, this guy's really cool. So he made me go back um, and watch watch it the following week. However, Fall in Love was totally Jeff Hardy. I was like, who is this fucking rock star and why do I want to be him? Um, just everything about him. like He's just a really cool guy. Just a really cool guy. I know he's mm-hmm. got his struggles now and everything. And I, I wish him the best. I do think he should retire. I don't think he should come back.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but and when he won the world title, I w- was like so, so. I remember like jumping around my living room. So, what was that, 2007, 2008?
0: So, uh, seven, 2000, yeah. it? 2008,
1: 2008. 2008. So, I would have been 16. So, yeah, I was, like, doing swanton bombs on my sofa because I was so happy. <laughs> um, I used to practice moves. On, I used to have, like, a trampoline as well, and I used to put a ladder up at, uh, against the trampoline, do, like, swanton bombs off the ladder onto the trampoline. Yeah, just everything about jeff hardy made me fall in love with pro wrestling
0: i've got one from the wonderful mr wrestle drop and i think johnny you've done a video on this but his was who should gunther face at wrestlemania so i if it's if it's not going to be brock which it seems like i don't think we're gonna get we're gonna get i think we're gonna get brock bobby i would I've heard lots of rumours about there being the um, Gunther Drew Sheamus triple threat, which I'd be all for. Just three big hosses just slapping each other would be would be fantastic, and I think it probably it probably protects Gunther if Sheamus wins by pinning Drew. Yeah. Um, as much as I'd like to see Gunther have his WrestleMania moment. I think there are bigger WrestleMania moments coming over the next two, three main for Gunther than, than this one personally.
1: Yeah. I, I agree. I think it is. Uh, I would like very much to see Gunther drew Seamus um, and I agree again. I think Seamus pins drew. Um, I'd kind of like to come out of it though with drew being the hill and Sheamus being the baby face. Um, So I'm not sure how you'd work around that if Sheamus was the one turning on Drew to pin him, unless Drew turned on Sheamus during the match.
2: Well, I think you could also have it where Sheamus has a big celebration on SmackDown because he wins the title finally, and then Drew, you know, um, comes out and basically attacks him when he's celebrating with him. Um, Something maybe straight after the match, if Drew's pinned at first, he's like, Oh, well done, Miss. You know, and then he realizes. Hang on a second. No, I'm not having this. And then takes him out. You know, straight yeah. after the match, something like that. Because a heel turn at WrestleMania, like, is obviously a memorable event. I think someone normally turns heel at WrestleMania, or has switched to their character. So that would work as well.
0: And I, I, I feel like it is probably about the sort of time for Drew to switch his character up a little bit. Um he does
2: need that, yeah,
0: don't get me wrong, actually, i'm a I'm a hell of a fan of of drew mcintyre. actually, i do I do really like drew. Um, but again, as we were said, you know, half hour, forty minutes ago, would as a fan, I think I would actually prefer drew coming out. Claymore in people, like wrecking people, causing destruction, brutalizing people, than coming out cracking jokes, making people smile, and making people laugh. Like he looks like a real badass, like behave like one, like, act acts, act, act like a badass. Um Damn. and I think that would do that would do wonders. And I actually I don't want to say I called this version of Roman Reigns, because I didn't, obviously. Um <laughs> But a long time ago, I remember saying to some people that the only way, in my view, that they could save Roman at that time, this was kind of the 2015, 2014 sort of period, where he was just being horrendously shoved down our throats and we didn't want it, was to ditch the shield gear, ditch all that, and just go like, a Samoan badass you know and actually do what I I, I had it more of a you know I guess stereotypical street Samoan type thing as to as opposed to what we've got but the premise was was still there but I I think Drew needs that I think Drew needs a, a switch up.
2: Yeah I think it's becoming not to stay, well, it is kind of becoming still, really. We know he's a guy who loves to fight and stuff, you know, and he just wants to have a good old-fashioned brawl every single week, you know. Yeah. But you have that vanilla baby face thing where you need to see them turn heel at some point, just to see what they can do with their character. I mean, he was heel when he first came up with Dolph. Obviously, he had a match with Reigns at WrestleMania 35. He was technically heel then, but um we can see that he's very good at being a baby face, so let's see how he does on the other side of the coin.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, and, and he's, you know, you could change him, but like, cha- you know, changing people back, as you say, he's a very good babyface. So give it, give it eight, nine months. And if it's not quite where it is, you could, you can change it back and, and Drew will be able to get people back on side, I feel. Mm. um But yeah, give him, give him that run, give him, give him that go. And especially as realistically, the the next world champion is going to be a babyface. We don't you, uh, you don't want too many babyface on babyface title matches. Because then you yes. then you then you turn someone that you may not want to be a heel into a heel. Um so they it's gonna need some heel challenges.
1: This one comes from uh Kenny corn and I like this question. It's who would you love to see make a return, and who would you like gone? So for me, make a return, just because he's won a part part of one of my favourite factions ever, and I know it's a long way off and it's probably not going to happen. But John Moxley, Dean Ambrose would love to see him back in WWE, and gone, Riddle. I would not mind if Riddle was not in WWE. I've said before, uh, he can wrestle. I've got nothing against the guy personally. Like Stewart said before, when he said he hasn't got something against someone personally, I don't know him. So I don't have anything against him personally. I just don't get his whole... Maybe he needs a gimmick change. I don't know. Um, Mm. But yeah, Moxley back, Riddle gone, if I had to pick.
2: Okay, there we go. I mean, for return, Adam Cole 100% Adam Cole. I'd love to see Adam Cole come back without a shadow of a doubt. Um, John Moxley, yes, I do like him, but his style just doesn't work in WWE. You know, the, he wants to have a proper fight where he bleeds to death every single week, and but, you know, that wouldn't work in a WWE environment, I think. Um, if he was allowed to do that, yes, but I don't think they'd let him. Um, in terms of let go i will have to think about that a bit
0: so uh, in terms of in terms of let go i probably i probably go i would probably go somewhere like omofs just because my my question with him is what does he bring to tv other than being really tall but I don't. That's I. just I don't see what, you know, what that brings, um, and uh, to return. So initially, my first thought
1: was Naomi, um, right?
0: Yeah, it was yeah. Um, <laughs> so my my first thought on a return was Adam Cole, um. But seeing as we've had Adam Cole as an answer, I will go Alistair Black. Mm. Because I think he's
2: fantastic,
1: but yeah, be, be I, know, um, I know. I of... Sorry, carry on, Johnny.
2: Sorry, in terms of gone, um, Don Ziggler, <gasps>
1: sorry. Blast for Blast me. Me. oh, sorry, blasphemy,
2: is again, with... he's never going to do anything, you know. They've teased him, turning like having a big push, and then he disappears for six months, then he comes back. It's not all his fault, it's the terrible writing team. Well, they had a guy who could have been the next Shawn Michaels, but they had to fuck it up because they, for some reason, don't know how to write for someone like Dolph Ziggler. Um, it I also didn't help that when he
0: was when he was world champion and looked like he was going that white hot run, Alberto De Rio concussed him, and he had to yeah. drop the title. So that probably
2: didn't help either. So it doesn't. Yeah. It's not all his fault, but I just have no interest in him. <laughs>
1: Just, um, just checking. You know, the question was, "What wrestler would you like gone?" And not give us an unpopular opinion, right?
2: <laughs> that kind of works hand in hand. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I, know Omos, I know he said almost. I know he said almost, but like, it's not spicy because it's like almost. You, you know, like. <laughs> to be honest, it, it
0: was a bit of a toss-up between Omos and Braun Strowman for the reasons of they really, they're really tall. What do they do? Um, yeah, but yeah. I, I went for Omos. Just you know, <laughs> uh, ask me again next week. It'll probably be Strowman
2: <laughs> again. As we always have to preface this, but people need to understand we don't know these guys personally. I'm sure Nick Nemeth is a great guy. It's just the character Dolph Ziggler just doesn't do it for me.
1: Wow. Well, right.
2: And and
0: Omos, <laughs> if you ever listen to this, I'm sure you are wonderful. Please don't pick me up. <laughs> <and> throw me. <laughs> please, yeah. please do not hurt me. Yes. <laughs> you are taller than my house. Favourite tag team of all time? Oh,
1: that's a good question. And is this, are we doing tag team, purely tag team, not, I wouldn't pick them anyway, but not uh, a group that has won the tag team championships, yeah, t- i.e. The, i.e. the New Day, for example?
0: No, yeah. I, well, I, I've taken that as a, a tag team and my, my head went to two places and I, I'm so torn. I'd either, either be the brothers of destruction because, you know, obviously, but if I had to go, my favourite tag team of all time, I'd, I'd probably go the New Age Outlaws. Road Dogg and Billy Gunn were fantastic. I, as a kid, I loved them so much. um So yeah, I think I'd go the Outlaws. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's the well, best I mean, tag team of all time. Yeah, but there's a, my yeah. favorite tag team
2: of all time. There was, well, there's lightning in the bottle. You know, you had Edge, uh, Christian, the Dudley Boys, and the Hardy Boys all at the same time, three of the best yeah. tag teams ever. And they all happened to be at the exact same time. The Hardy Boys, Edge, for me, is the best tag team ever. Um, they had the look, they had the merchandise, you know, they were exciting the dirty boys brilliant as well but again the hardy boys had that edge because they had the higher merch sales and you know more interesting sort of uh characters i think so i'd go for the hardy boys
1: um yeah i, I would completely agree with you johnny i, I would for mm-hmm. the hardies as well i just think for everything i said about jeff earlier um and obviously matt's awesome as well they've both had great singles careers but they always seem to find a way to come back together again mm-hmm. and i think the pop they got when they returned at wrestlemania incredible yes. just shows shows that they had been gone a minute but the fans hadn't forgotten
0: people are always going to remember them, aren't they?
1: yeah um so yeah hardies for me
0: thought we'd end it tonight on something slightly different since as we talk we've talked a lot about <laughs> world champions and titles and challenges and all that stuff so rather than going for unpopular opinion okay the next world champion that isn't cody Rhodes that hasn't won a world championship before who is it so who's the next
2: person austin theory well I mean, I want it to be Elliot Um obviously. Um, Bray Wyatt? He's been a world champion, though, hasn't he, Bray? Oh, sorry, right, he has.
0: Oh, I actually, I've it. just I've just realised my answer has technically been a world champion, so I'm probably going to have to change mine as well.
2: I mean, it's Austin Theory will win it. You know, of course he will. Um... <laughs> Can I Do see MGF?
0: He... Oh. You think he's gonna come, you think he's gonna be the one to come in and win it?
2: Yeah, he will. Mm-hmm. He'll definitely again, he's 26, he's got plenty of time to come in and have a WWE run. You know, AJ Styles WWE champion of 36, his first one. True. 10 years younger than that. So I yeah, MGF will be there. That's sounds um, if,
0: if 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 we're if we're allowing you to have MJ MJF. Um, I'm going to go for Gunther. Because although he's been, yep. though he's NXT UK champion, I think now on the main roster, I think I think it'll be his time. And he would be a monster heel to beat probably Cody, I think.
1: I think um, I think both those answers are fair. I think the, your your question was who hasn't been WWE, was it who hasn't, yeah, been, WWE hasn't been WWE champion? champion. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: So yeah, I think it's difficult to. I'm running the risk with MGF because, like, again, I've been told that when contracts expire, you can talk to a business with six months between the contract expiring, which would be June. So that would mean that you know, within the next year, it has to be someone who has already been champion for me to be right. But you know, I'm going to stick with it.
1: I can see, but like, I suppose the question is, who beats Cody? And I could, I could see that being Seth. Really, like I yeah. don't see why, why that's too far.
0: Well,
2: he's never beaten them yet, so to. I suppose they'll yeah. have to change that.
0: Agreed, <laughs> but like, like I say, realistically, what we're now in February. I I don't think it'll be any time before, any time before October, that Cody lo- Well, he probably even later than that. That Cody would be to lose the lose the world title.
1: Which actually segues nicely onto the, uh, the TikTok that I am making for tomorrow, which is, who do you think will be WWE champion? You two can answer it now, actually, for me, if you'd like. Who do you think will be WWE champion this time next year? Just
0: coming out of the Rumble next year.
1: So basically, who's going to be defending going into Mania? And I think for me, my answer stays the same as to your question as who will be WWE champion that's not held it yet. And I think Austin Theory will be going into next year defending, next year's mania, defending the WWE championship.
0: So I'm, mm. I'm also, also going to stick with my answer and i'm going to go for gunther because i think he makes the perfect as i say makes the perfect beast sort of challenger to beat cody um so yeah i'm i'm going to go for gunther
2: it's really difficult because after who i've just said that's not possible <laughs> um <laughs> As i say the dream is to see early night win money in the bank and win the world title and if he's going to do it it has to be within the next couple of years because of his age um but i can see cody having a long title run maybe even he stays champion because uh after all this build-up he's going to lose it after three months i just
0: he, he needs to hold it for a significant period of time after after this as you say after this build-up um mm. but will they will they worry that it'll go a bit stale because i think I mean, obviously it, will. Ro- <laughs> it, it will but i think what what's helped Reigns' title reign has been the bloodline stuff whereas cody won't have that um however i do think cody from a technical standpoint has the ability to put on better matches than roman i don't know is roman a better storyteller than cody I think that's quite. I think mm. I, cause I think Cody can tell a story.
1: See, I think that Cody's run could be quite short because I think once he wins it once, I think he'll win it like four times, like four yeah. or five times in total. I can mm. actually see him winning it a mania and losing it at SummerSlam. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. that would be that would be realistic. Yeah,
1: mm.
0: I think it's a lot like, depends on the on the Money in the Bank winner as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's also very true. Which we'll get to see firsthand,
2: obviously. We will. Yeah. We will. Uh, it was, it was, I mean, as I say, I said the, uh, the Cody Rhodes. I, I don't want it to be Cody Rhodes next time next year because I will definitely get bored of this if it stays the way it is with his character. Um, again, not this fan as you know, but Seth Rollins does get a massive reaction, and he has another world title run in him. I think. Oh, hundred percent. So, you know, uh, I just yeah, I would go for either Seth Rollins or Cody Rhodes, I guess, to be world chatting this time next year. That's it. We've come to the
0: end of episode three of Backs and Beards. Um, I have been that wrestling guy that you can find on TikTok, Johnny Johnny G. Where can they? Where can people find you?
2: Find me on TikTok at uh, Johnny Goldsmith, G O N N Y. Uh, no hitch in the name Johnny for me. um I am trying to get to twenty k by WrestleMania, so I'm on nineteen point one now. So, if possible, I'd like to try and get to twenty k by WrestleMania. So, I've got eight weeks around about that. So, if we can make that happen, that would be nice. And other Johnny, where
0: where where can people find you?
2: So, you can
1: find me on TikTok as well at Je Uh talking all things wrestling, giving my opinions, Uh, some people like, some people don't like, things like that. As always, it's been a pleasure, boys, and
0: ladies and gentlemen, we will
1: see you soon.